Yep. <laughs> it records just because you said yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome back to TVI. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean here. Hi, everyone. We're back. I'm back from a little uh, sort of jaunt down Queensland into uh, New South Wales. Spent four days sort of off the grid in Byron Bay. It's lovely. Um, but now I'm back in Melbourne trying to work out how to get back to the UK. Uh, do you know, when do you are you know, coming back? Well, we're meant to be flying back on June the 19th, but our flights are via Doha and that we were waiting to find out what the current travel restrictions are because they keep changing them like and they announced the new ones the other day and doha is on the red list which means basically you can't can, transit there we can but then we'd have to do hotel quarantine in london which is like you know i don't think we've got another hotel quarantine in us so we're trying to work out in a minute how to transfer somewhere else or delay it a bit until things clear up. What would up. happen if you um, blagged the quarantine and just ducked? Oh, but you don't have to do the you hotel quarantine. Can't you just go home? No, no. If you're on, It's a red list country. You've got to do the hotel quarantine. You've, you're not allowed ah. into the country without having it booked. You've got to show them. And the them. price of the hotel is include Like, it you have to pay and a half thousand pounds for 10 days. Okay. So, yeah. So, like, basically, we can't do that. So we're trying to work out how to... We're either going to try and change our fucking plans. making some coins out of that, aren't they? Three and a half grand for 10 yeah, days yeah. in a hotel. Well, I, I, I suppose... I, they've got to pay for... 300 pounds a night. And also they've got to pay for security and everything, isn't it? To stop people getting out. You know, um, and you get and you get, you get get free meals a day provided and all that. So that <laughs> They've got snipers on the roof. Got to give all the cleaners tasers. <laughs> and the hazmat The guy suits. in the lift. <laughs> um so yeah there is like we're, we're basically with yeah we might be able to transfer somewhere that's not on the red list and be able to just like do it at home if you're basically you can do it if you come through an amber country then you just go, can go home isolate and then you get a test after two days and it's because in doha you were supposed to change planes yeah 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 because sometimes they just stop and refuel and you're on the same plane. Yeah, right? yeah. But in that, because it's such a long journey, you have to get off the plane for two hours. So uh, it's... Um, give everyone COVID. Yeah, you get off the plane, catch COVID. COVID. at the duty free. <laughs> Jump back in. And obviously, because it's a, Doha's a massive transit airport, so I think that's why it's on the red list. So I mean, COVID's over now. Like 40 million have been vaccinated. Like, in the UK, yeah. But I suppose they're just... They're, they're, I think they're worried about, you know, sort of getting some new variant and bringing it in that the vaccines don't work for in it so i get it but i think it does mean that our journey back is now in question so we'll uh we'll work it out in it it'll work out well yeah or even worst case scenario we just extend it a month or so and see if things clear up they're announcing more they're announcing changes on 7th of june so we'll know then what in the doha next- or in, no, in the UK. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So. Because everything's opening up uh, Monday. Well, not everything, but like saunas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The main ones stuff. that people are waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Just big one. Pr- London protest, open yeah. saunas. <laughs> <laughs> All the anti-maskers next, just sit, running around. Sitting there. in between two guys in towels uncomfortably. <laughs> All the pandemic crew saying, "Fuck, can't go to a sauna, mate." <laughs> Get in the sauna. <laughs> what is this, Nazi Germany? <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so yeah, it ho- it hopefully we'll be back late June, but it might be delayed slightly. But anyway, um, that we got a new episode for everyone today. We caught up with Esther Manito, who's been on before, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah, she has. This is her second, a returnee. Um, she did do one. Uh, she's done. This is her third. Because she's done one in real. Oh, she's done one in real life. One on Zoom, hasn't she? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's her oh. Th- Maybe, yeah, second or third. I don't know if she's done one on Zoom. I don't know. We've done 112 episodes. We don't know. We don't need to get caught on these details. (laughs) I mean, we should. How can we, after that many episodes, how can we know off the top of our head how many people, how many times people have appeared? Um, But she's very funny. She's a very funny comedian. She does podcasts. She's just just find her on social media. She's very funny. We chat serial killers, serial killers, spiders, um, creeps. Um, and more, and uh, and that's it. So fun times. Kick back, relax, enjoy, and sign relax. up to Patreon if you want to watch loads of old extra episodes and there's loads Patreon. of stuff. Patreon.com/slash/wearetvi, um, and I'll also name the comic that Esther talks about. <laughs> and it's you as that police car comes and picks you up. <laughs> Right, enjoy the episode, everyone. Bye. And we are off. Mate. We're off recording. Welcome back to TVI episode 112. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean here. 112. <laughs> and guest Esther Manito just criticised my pronunciation of 112. <laughs> Did I what I just say? One, one, two. One, one, two. It's yeah. I mean, there is. I have. I have gone for an unconventional uh, like format. Like a bingo caller. What? Um, 112. <laughs> That's what 112. I should have said. 112. Yeah. Have you ever had this argument with um, uh, mates about how to pronounce different bus numbers? Because me and my like no. there was a me and my mate Rich used to have a funny running joke. We heard, we basically we heard somebody refer to the forty four bus, which is a bus that runs between two in Broadway, and I can't remember where it ends up, Battersea or something. And uh, we heard somebody refer to it as the four four, and we were like, "Come on, mate, you can't just fucking you've got to say the full number forty four, please." Just can't, can't just come in here and drop that. Well, yeah, well I mean, so if like, someone said, "How old are you?" You wouldn't go, "I'm four four. I mean, no, I'd say three, one, four. <laughs> Julian would lie and say two totally Julian's unrelated like, numbers. Yeah, I'd no. say 21, baby. But weirdly, is <laughs> the Just baby would that. make the creepy version. <laughs> it is the word baby. Yeah, baby. I think baby in the wrong hands is the creepiest word a man can yeah. say. In the right hands, it's so sweet. <laughs> oh, God. So, oh, God. Everything what we've learned, you, yeah. What we've learned is your hands are not the right hand. <laughs> um, yeah, a bus, I, I used to refer to there's a, the 264 bus from two into Croydon. Everyone referred to it as a 264, but it should have been 264. Now I've got a real complex. It's a long no, but that's it's quite long. Two six four is shorter long. to say. Right, so if it's three digits, hang on. So that confirms that 112 was... All right. No, because it was just the way you said it. You were like, welcome to episode one, one, one two. two. It was a little bit like, you know, when you're listening to an automated message and they're like, and they're like, you received a call from yes. one, seven, nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what made me chuckle. I, I regret saying it now, that on if voicemail. I'm honest with you. Like, like, you know the number. 
yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Why are they telling you the number? I don't know. You received a call from, well, I don't know. Just say, look at your missed calls. <laughs> Let's see again. Let's make them more Ma- passive that, aggressive that be, than they already are. <laughs> that should be that should be the um, yeah that should be the message. Yeah. You had a missed call from. Check your missed calls, you lazy prick. <laughs> you melt. Fucking knob. I'll answer your phone next <laughs> time. You rude bastard. Um, anyway, melt. welcome back to okay, the episode. Um, slight delay again on this week's. I've just been. I'm in Australia still. That's um, that's. But listeners know this. Um, but I managed to. I managed to sneak away for a little cheeky. I mean, it's, it sounds like I'm on holiday already. I'm not. Went I'm just, to a little holiday to London for a but week. No, we decamped See here. See the sights. But, but no, we we went on a little holiday to um, uh, Queen. Or not, we, we were in Queensland. We went down to Byron Bay for four days. Have either of you ever How been to Byron that? Bay? Never been to no. Australia. Uh, Byron Bay is like, no, it's sort of got a bit of a reputation as like the hippie capital of Australia. Like it's full of people. Everyone, no one's wearing shoes in the whole fucking town. Everyone's wearing like them flappy linen trousers and a t-shirt with a mandala pattern. The amount of white guys <laughs> with dreadlocks. Do they also about. think it's like baby? I mean, a hundred percent they would if I if I've ever attempted to talk to any of them. But um, they like you know, there's so many crystal shops and that sort of thing. It's a real you know, like the Hem- meth addicts. The Hemsworths live there. Chris Hemsworth's got his big mansion there. Um, Zach Efron, I think, has a place there. Like, it's a real. There's a lot. Of, it's basically hippie-ish, but very posh. And, Did Zach, uh, is Zach Efron the guy that played Ted Bundy? Yeah, yeah I think he is. I've not seen that film though. I is haven't it seen it. Is it any good? Um, I, I imagine take, it to be shit. I, no, I mean he's all right in it, but I take <laughs> I take massive fucking issue with the sexualization of mass murderers. So. Well, this I was about you to say. You think Ted Bundy was misogynist? <laughs> I don't know what gave me that impression. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I think the jury's still Snow out on whether or not he was a it was a woman hater or not. Actually, um, what? Because um, this is a weird thing. Because I, me and Julian are very different in our viewing habits. I don't watch any of those sort of serial killer documentaries or nothing. I don't find it. I don't. I find them like I find them too depressing. I don't. I don't want to watch his shit. I find Julian's them fascinated by the sort of. By I find them relaxing. Weird, isn't it? Like, because like, yeah. a scary film is jumpy and scary, but a real documentary about a real guy is like relaxing. I don't know why. <laughs> it shouldn't be relaxing. <laughs> well, in a way, I, I know. Sometimes I fall asleep to them. Yes, yeah, same here. That, I mean, both of you <laughs> are psychopaths. I'm afraid to tell you. <laughs> My but husband pe- says it's really weird. I I sometimes use them as a bit of a come down after a gig. How are your gigs going? That you're like, I need to hear about a mass murder just to calm down. It's quite grounding, though. Well, because when I come home, like everyone everyone's in bed and it's all silent, and you've had a gig and you can't just like get into bed. It's like you need a bit of a kind of, like, bit of time out. I've, I've, I've said this a number of times. I think I'm on. I'm in. I'm in a very small minority of comedians that. I have absolutely almost, it depends on the gig, very rarely, if it's a big gig or something, a normal gig, I have zero residual uh, adrenaline. <laughs> like I literally could come off stage and if there was a bed backstage, I could get straight into it and go to sleep. Like I don't have any of that buzzy, like, fuck man, yeah, I did a gig. I, I, I use it all on stage. I don't even use it on stage. On stage, I don't get excited. <laughs> I just sort of... I just, That's because just... the audience are yawning. It's kind of contagious as well, isn't it? <laughs> No, not our 
after every gig, but like... It's a sleepy vibe. <laughs> there was no laugh or anything, so there's nothing to really get me going. <laughs> I don't know. Sad. But I, yeah, I can, I can watch them to, to chill out. Is there not, have you not thought it's about watching a... more relaxing stuff, like, you know, nature I don't know. I, th- I always think, like, um, I don't know. I don't know why I find them There relaxing. is a psychological reason, though, that because it's scary it's to know you. that this night stalker <laughs> guy is going around you. killing and raping and breaking in people's houses. Then you realise, then your brain says, oh, but I'm safe. And you actually feel safer watching it. So surely the flip that, side there would be that, suggesting that you're... If without watching that, you have an, a, a fear of something, you have a... Yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe you put your inner anxiety onto something and it's out of you a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just like, um, maybe it's just, you know, dying on stage, coming home and going, well, at least I'm not locked in a shed. Being <laughs> exactly. <by> a <laughs> at least I'm not tied up and gagged in the woods. <laughs> but They're then not booking me again, but at least I'm not getting skinned. <laughs> I'm not playing that club again, but <laughs> I, but yeah, I fall asleep to them. My husband says sometimes he like comes like he'll he, he's asleep and he says he'll just roll over and there's just me snoring away with my headphones. Just, just he was here sort going. of interviews of people who escaped a murderer. Yeah, oh, did you watch the Chris Watts one? That was quite interesting. Oh, uh, do you know what that I I it, that really fucks with my head. Yeah, because of the children and stuff. I can't, I can't cope with that. All right, as a, I'm much as a more layman. of your basic, just like shoot someone or whatever. But the because <laughs> you get conversations with other people, yeah. <laughs> but you get conversations with people because people have got really into crime documentaries, and some people are like, oh yeah, but all he did was like shoot her in the head. Where's where's the rope? Where's the torture? Where's the oh, like, oh wow? This is what yeah. worries me. This is what worries me. He was about a it. lightweight. It's enough. It was this an open spot. Of, people like this being a, a, this being a genre of entertainment while it, it probably encourages me. people though um just the fame they get and stuff yeah no but but obviously but the, the it's died right off hasn't it serial killers like it's very it's it's far fewer than they used to be because it's so much of lockdown no it's because i mean just in the last de- like decades it's because oh, uh, really? it's so much harder to get away because of lockdown <laughs> Yeah, they're, 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 what they will do, look, these you know people will kill people, props? but they're not going to fucking... scared of getting COVID. <laughs> you know all those little graphs where they're like, cancer deaths has increased, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then the flu you put a mask on before I kill you? <laughs> yeah, today's numbers. They're, they're, they're like, you know, you've got... serial killer deaths, way down. Zero, way we have zero down. serial killer deaths You're now. You're right, for, there aren't I... that many serial killers. There was, the, I remember that's... there being, when I grew up, there was that guy who went around Norwich killing prostitutes. Yeah, yeah. But well, that's probably the Derek, last serial killer. Um, I was about to say Derek. Norcott, but that's made me think of Jeff Norcott, who's not a serial (laughs) killer, I can say on record. I can't prove that. It could be. But, you know, I'm saying that as far as I'm aware, Jeff Norcott, the lovely stand-up comedian, is not a serial killer. Not a serial killer. Just Um, a Tory, which is the same. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I say um, that as a friend. uh, No, he was called Steve Wright. Right. Okay. Right. Um, Yeah. He, so what I, remember, was his, I didn't remember his What was his numbers? Actually, what was his final digits? It was Steve Wright. What, like the, like the, the, the DJ? What kind what? Of Radio what? 2 what? DJ. Steve Did he Wright hit double digits? Um, was he a hmm. good one? Did he kill a lot? Yeah, I think so. 
I don't know the final amount. I remember Michael Ryan being in the news when he just walked around Hungerford opening fire on everyone, then went back and killed his mum. That's rude, isn't it? <laughs> God. You still get a lot of um, serial killers in um, America, though, don't you? I don't know if there's ser- still... serial killers. There was, there's that guy who was called the... What was he called? Oh, he killed something the like ledge. 87 women. Oh, there was the, that was the... 87? The, there's a guy who's known yeah. as the Green River Killer. Is it him? He's like got one. He's one of the top no. boys, isn't he? No, there's a guy. It's called like the... He's called like the... the, the sleeper or something and he only killed honestly and he, and he only killed black prostitutes oh god and it just got no like police investigation oh. and no, like, well this is like there's like, oh, um well. weirdly as much as i don't watch any of these documentaries um, weirdly i know all the numbers and how many yeah but weirdly <laughs> you got I, a am, chart on your I am friends with a few serial killers uh but i i listen to a, doc, a, not, a doc, hashtag a, not all killers exactly guys <laughs> exactly. yeah some of these have actually just they, some of them just got mental health problems yeah so it's mental health awareness week let's not get carried away it's like judging people hug a serial killer week <laughs> but um i listened to this weird i was I had a I downloaded um I think it's called like Luminary or something. It's a it's a podcast app, so where you can listen to podcasts that are behind paywalls for a, for a monthly fee. I got and I got it for a te- I just thought I wanted to test it out for a week while I was driving around Queensland. I listened to, and I couldn't find it was it's not much comedy or anything I, I really wanted to listen to. And I just found I literally picked on like the first like documentary series. It was about an American guy called the. It was called, was it the, oh God, oh, now I need to find it. But um, he's he killed like fuckloads of, he was like 33, but he only killed young black guys. And it was in like the sort of late 70s, early 80s in like Atlanta. It was like the Atlanta something. And um, and he, yeah, he just got away with it for ages because they just wouldn't, they didn't really give a shit for a while. It wasn't until it got into like the, the twenties yeah. when they were like, "All right, come on, we better we can do something about this." The they Atlanta Monster the race card. Well, <laughs> basically, well, that's it because no, this is wide apparently. But in the thing they talk about, um, there was that horrible thing where because it's almost like every single victim was a young black guy from like you know the basically the projects essentially. You know, what I mean those sorts of like those areas. So, so no one really gave a that shit much about money them. into it and stuff. Well, no, but up until it became a national story, because basically in the local area, all like. Basically, the black community thought it's definitely some white racist, like a Ku Klux Klan guy. And yeah. the, like, all the white sort of police officers thought it's going to be a black guy. Like, they sort of, everyone wanted yeah, it yeah. to be what they wanted it to be. So no one really yeah. pushed that hard to try and find who it was. And it's, it's actually a very interesting story. I hit me mic there. Who was it I'm in just... the end? A white geezer? No, it was a black guy who they caught and he got done for those as well as two other kill, kill, uh, murders. But he's now... <gasps> This documentary is about people that are trying to clear his name and saying he wasn't the guy that did it, and it's it's an interesting. I, I mean, wouldn't be a, surprised. People do get fitted up with stuff, don't they? Definitely. So. Well, this guy. Oh, sorry. This guy was called the Grim Sleeper, and he's on oh, death row now. Pun, and he actually. killed. And he killed sixty-seven women. Oh my god. That is. Um, this is taken a. T- <laughs> I know. I was about this, to like, tell you about morning. my holiday. <laughs> you think, do you think they should get um do you think they should get the death penalty? Um No, well it's like that guy, Ariel Castro, who held those women for ten years and, and then one escaped and um he and he 
got sentenced and he couldn't handle being confined, even though these women for 10 years have been confined and oh, tortured yeah. and God knows what. But he, after, what was it, four weeks of being locked in his cell, he couldn't handle it. So he killed himself. Oh, and really? they were like, well, that's Did just... we ask to yeah. leave? But one of the girls, the Amanda, she just said, isn't that just testament to how weak he was and how strong that we are, that we endured 10 years and have come out and carried on our lives, but he's he couldn't handle it for four weeks. Yeah, I reckon, I'd, I'd argue that's probably, a, that would be quite a gendered thing. I'd kill myself after two days of being locked up. <laughs> just like, you know, I just think, I think blokes have got You're way like less... You're like the serial re- killer's dream. No, you but just I reckon blo- blokes have got less resolve in that sort of, you know, department. I think we just go... St- more stir crazy there aren't that many like there's, of all the cases or practical <laughs> of all the cases that um of people being like locked up and stuff are there any of like because you've got like cases like elizabeth fritzel and natasha campus and what where people were kept locked up has anyone as a woman men. ever kept a men cat a man men captive or a man kept a man captive like, is there any survivors of that I don't, I don't yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting... Not, um, yeah, it's interesting, actually. It's more we hear about the women being it's held It's almost captive. that blokes might have some fucking issues that we need to sort out as a society. It's almost as if yeah. <laughs> there is something against women in the world. I don't know. I think, I'm just going to put it out there. It's a brand new theory. I might call yeah. it... <laughs> I mean, yeah, but they're serial killers. Like, it's not like most men... No, no, but I mean, but it's almost like almost one hundred percent. It's almost one hundred percent of serial killers are men, isn't it? So there has got to be. It's obviously yeah. has to have something to do with our. No, but you get it's men not, kill that men can't be a kill... coincidence, can it? But there must be guys who yeah. have kept men captive and stuff like that. Did you that thing? But there's serial killers who've killed. There's, there's male serial killers who've killed blokes, isn't it? So it's mm. not. I'm not saying it's just that blokes want to kill women. I'm saying that. But it's just no. some, you know, there's a percentage of blokes who just want to kill people. It's, and and it's way more common. women, women, but it seems like the women are kind of getting led astray, like Rose West or Myra Hindley. There's always a man as well. Yeah, there? it's like we're always the common denominator is what I'm saying when it comes to killing. I'm not saying yeah. that's not absolving. Rose women and Fred West, though, everything. but they women shared are, about, they shared a lot of DNA, well. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, no, they weren't related. They might have been in their little little town. Well, if you want to listen to a podcast about that, then listen to me and Lily Phillips talking about women. Rose West has got a podcast out. What was I going to say? Here's a question. What crimes are more weighted to, like, that women commit more often than men? Is Is there a main crime that sort of... Is is like weighted that way? Well, yeah, I I reckon that Munchausen's by proxy because I had to look into that for one of our ghastly women, and that yeah. seems to be quite a that's like a, a quite a mother child. What is that? What it's yeah, where what you keep that? someone ill to get. Uh, um, oh yeah, so that's like more the Gypsy of a Rose woman, thing. Yeah, like that pretend be, your daughter's disabled. It's the carer thing. It's the yeah it's the attention and and love you get as a carer and you are so addicted to that attention i mean with the gypsy rose case i think they were getting like actual monetary things so it might be like in america where obviously it's probably a bit of both care. wasn't it the, the carer thing and a bit it's of the attention and the tv and the, and the money but then there are other cases where it was just for attention oh nice bit of moolah that is yeah. um yeah that's, a, that's it's interesting a, and that's horrific. i mean that grim as fuck, isn't it? is that it's would you really say grim. because women are generally more caring oh, I've, got, I've got no idea 
You said that. Yeah, it does that carefully. You take it carefully, but also like, it sounded way more loaded like, than I think it actually was. <laughs> yeah, I know. It weren't loaded. It weren't loaded at all. It's just a genuine question. You're trying to question. trip you up. <laughs> Getting a phone call in the middle of the night. <laughs> Julian's just saying, really. do you think women are more caring? Caring. Um, I think, well, I think it's obviously... Cross-examination. <laughs> I, I think it's just obviously the carer role. And yeah. then there's just, you know, it, I think there's a whole load of stuff behind it it becoming your identity and it's a way of getting you know attention to feel valid if if you're need if you're a carer you're needed aren't you so yeah to feel but needed like is one of the cases that we discussed important. in our podcast was a mum who wanted her child ill just so she get she could get attention on social media oh, it was all okay. the you're okay hun addiction yeah um, but she ended up killing him i'm um, just looking at i just googled women and crime um and it says that almost almost across the board, in all crimes, apart from prostitution, it says, obviously, which is illegal in a lot of countries, uh, men really do, um, we do carry the, uh, <laughs> we do carry that, uh, all the stats, you know, we're, um, we're out there, we're out there fucking frauds, smashing, everything. Smashing yeah, we records. are smashing up the old cr- criminal justice system. Um, so well, well done. We brought you on to say well right. done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I was going to thought you meant well done, kings. Then oh no, yeah. no, I was, I was, that was. Oh. Uh, I was. Um, <laughs> well done, guys. <laughs> yeah, another way. Up, brothers. <laughs> there we go. Um, anyway, well, uh, what were we talking about? It was less murdery and stuff. I was talking about. You were talking about sorry, you were talking about your holiday, and then I took it down a really sinister path. I reckon you. I reckon where I stayed. You would have been creeped out by Julian. It was a quite remote cabin, backed onto just a creek that was like just full of animals. You weren't on your own like, though, were you? No, 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 no. Oh. But um, oh, I wouldn't want to be in Australia, staying on a creek. Well, luckily it was in. That's the setting of many a murder. Yeah, there was. Definitely. I mean, it had a definite creepy vibe. Like it's um, there's like there's no crocodiles in that area, which is one good thing. Yeah, because there's certain areas you go to and it's like... All the serial killers at them. (laughs) But there's no, like, you know, sometimes you go to parts of Australia and they're just like, just make sure you don't walk down by the water at night because that's when they're out. And you're like, oh, don't tell me that, mate. You know, so it's... Have you seen any massive spiders? Uh, I have not this... I haven't seen them this time. Last time I was... No, was it two years? Three years ago I was out. I, um, I stayed in a cabin in the woods on my own for four days out in the bush like in the middle of nowhere no phone reception nothing and um and on the first day i got there i found what i thought was a dead huntsman which is about the size of your hand yeah a spider on him today (laughs) and uh and basically i just i sort of scooped up and put it in the bin and i think it might have been like the uh, it, it shed or something because basically i stayed for four days in the house and when i was leaving and it was this is like the worst. I, well, it's, it's better than if I'd actually seen it. But as I left, I locked up the cabin, and the huntsman was inside the window. It'd been in there the whole time, like full size. I'm talking tarantula size. Fuck that! I can't believe you just go and stay in the woods by yourself. I mean, I yeah. love it. I've done it a bunch. I've done it. The yeah, spider's not even the scariest thing. I'd be like more scared of ghosts and shit, man. What do you do? Just have a have a little thing a rational thing yeah it was you know it's about i after it took about a day to adjust to not being able to look at your phone to not being able to check your emails to not being able to do anything what did you do all day 
I just sort of read and just sat around and just, oh, nice. yeah, drank well, tea. Well, you took and, books with you. Yeah. So you're allowed to read? I'm allowed to. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm not there yeah, like that. I'm not anyone's. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, it was a friend of mine had a cat. He got left, his partner's dad died and left them this cabin. And Where I just had this old? period of time, I just had a period of time where, I was going to be on my own in Melbourne and I was like, I might just go somewhere. I've got nothing to do. And he said, go to the cabin. So I just hired a car and oosh, drove up to the woods. About, it's about an hour and a half I, north I wouldn't of Melbourne. do that. What's your, what would be your fear? Being on my own with no Wi-Fi in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> that. <laughs> exactly what you Everything did. you just described. <laughs> the spider would be the least of it. <laughs> when we, when I was in India, we stayed in this um, like little camp thing up in um, the mountains. And when we put our stuff down in our little hut, he was like, the guy who showed us around him, he was like, oh, um, don't worry, like you might get some spiders. Um, but what you just need to do is you just put a sheet over your face so they don't crawl in your mouth. Pretend you're a ghost and scare them when away. When you're asleep. And <laughs> so you just like, suffocate in your sleep and never have to see one. <laughs> we need to just put a sheet over your face and just die quietly. <laughs> and um, it was it was me and my mate. And um, the spiders, when we came back to the cabin, I'm not joking, were everywhere. Oh, it no. was like covered. And they're yeah, called I wouldn't cat like spiders. That. Like that. And No, but they're called cat spiders. So they like purr. Because they make this sound, and they're shaped like whiskers. And what was so this place? Like... It was a hut in the mountains. Yeah, it was a spider sanctuary. To... <laughs> it was a spider's got... hut. It was a big web-shaped hut <laughs> <laughs> and I made was of like, cotton. And I was like, I don't know how to go to sleep in here. Um, and then I and then I went to go to the toilet, and the the spiders were all over like the back of the toilet. So oh, I had to go to the on. toilet with my mate spraying spider repellent between my backside and the wall oh, to stop God. the spiders leaping. And then I was like, the only way I can go to sleep in this hut is if I just get incredibly drunk. So we just went and asked the lads who had been doing the cooking. I was like, have you got Was any there anything and... enjoyable about it? Why didn't you go? Like abseil down? No, because no, we went, um, we'd gone, it was like this kind of elephant experience. So it's like you go and stay in this village and then you get to like um, see these elephants and be up and close to the elephants and stuff. But where you sleep, they're like, there's just loads of spiders. So just you just got to, but what we do is we just make sure that one of the sheets, we just sleep with that. Over. So I just got really drunk. We drank a lot of beer and my mate said she just sat up all night, absolutely terrified. And she said, I just put my hands behind my head, sheet over. And she said, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. snored the entire night while yeah. I just sat up terrified. Um, I then also fell asleep on the overnight train on the way back while she had to fend off a really rapey guy. So oh, she was like, God. you've been really useful. I've, you've literally just slept your way through this <laughs> trip. To fend him off. <laughs> Hitting him with a broom <laughs> while you're just <laughs> copping some Z's. Zedding out sweet dreams. <laughs> she was like, we're on this train and this guy was like, she was like, do not go to sleep. And I was like, I won't. And I literally just... What was he, like, what was he doing? I'm like, you can't. <laughs> yeah. just like, um, I don't know. He, he wasn't like rapey that's really extreme but he just wouldn't leave her alone and yeah, yeah, just yeah. kept chatting to her and like you know them trains kept... in india are like you just everyone just chats to you if you're a you know if you're yeah. a 
a honky in it like you sit down and it's like just everyone just comes and sits and stuff what i found is because yeah. especially you get a lot of students on the trains intercity students and they're, they're studying english and they see you as like a sort of three-hour english lesson which is fine yeah i'm not criticizing but they basically go like there's an english guy let's fucking go and practice our english on this on this guy for three hours i don't know and if he super practices friendly. english but he right. just really wanted to ply her with a lot of alcohol. Ooh, and she was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to drink your alcohol. Thank no. you very much. And he's like, why? And come and sit next to me. And she was just like oh, trying God. to nudge me. And I was just comatose just and snoring. She was like, I've got to nod. say, you have been as much use as a fucking bladder it's on a stick. It's weird how guys do journey. that. Like, they're pushy for it. Like, they'll say, oh, do you want to drink? She say, no, like on the fourth time, she's going to go, all right then. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> But I think that's right, it. I, I think there is those guys that they treat that persistent thing as like they almost see They're it as numbers going all day. It is sort of, is it negative? I just think it's some people just like genuinely some creeps know that the part like was... some women will ultimately take the path of least resistance. I'm not talking about anything extreme. I'm talking about just that thing of oh, would you like a drink or can I chat to you, or whatever? Yeah. Like, no, I'm actually okay. And then they think after three or four goes, they'll just go, all right. And so then, because the these woman creeps, wasn't rude necessarily, she and also these polite, creeps think like, that once they, they're through, that's a that's a hurdle that once you're over, the next game begins, whatever. Yeah, and actually, yeah. they don't realise just to fuck off if somebody tells you they don't want to talk. There to was you. um there was a guy on the comedy circuit who um I met at a gig, and then at the next gig that I saw him at, I was like, "Oh hi, how are you doing?" And he just went, "I don't know you." And I was like, no, that's really mental. That's <laughs> really mental. Yeah, no. And I just went, was that? Oh, no. <laughs> and so you I can went, name him. No, and I just went, oh, that's a really weird way to respond. So I just went, all right, well, we met before, but no worries. And then um, apparently he <laughs> read that book about negging. And because a couple of other female comedians oh. was like, no, he's done that with me as well. And so he'd taken it to the extreme. So he'd be like, hi, I'm so-and-so. You're amazing. I love this. And then the next time you see him, he'll just go, shut up, you stupid idiot. Oh, my <laughs> and, God. And so he'd taken it very literally that if he was just really rude, that you'd go, uh, oh, he, he is to... interesting. <laughs> I want to know more about you. As if that's Megan. Megan, yeah, I think from what I gather, I've not read that book and i'm aware of the book uh but it's read um, that book. did you read it in your little hut you're like i'm gonna get to the bottom of how <laughs> to get some no but weirdly i've actually read a couple of books by that author um neil strauss because he used to write for rolling stone and he's a music he's a very good music writer but then he wrote the book about the game and it was, i've seen a couple of interviews with him he seems like a reasonable guy well, he didn't write like... the game isn't a handbook the game is a book about him like uh sort of it was almost like a Louis Theroux book where he went to find out what all these pickup artists were about. And ultimately, throughout the book, he talks about I learning call it, it my Bible. via them. And it's more of a, you know, it's not the way the way it got portrayed as a sort of handbook for creeps isn't what it was meant to be. It's, that's what people took it as. But um, he, he's just a music journalist who wanted to write a book about those people, um, and which but sadly, people end up reading it as I can learn from this. But um, you know, I don't. That wasn't his intention. But it's um, that whole negative. Yeah, I think, from what I gather, is you're meant to gently mock. You're not meant like, to be like, ch- ch- yeah. I don't know you, cunt. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to just walk up to a woman and go, "You're an ass. You're an absolute dog. <laughs> you piece of shit." Walk off. Another one in the bag. <laughs> 
pulled last night. What happened? I told her to fuck off. <laughs> told her to lose weight and fuck off. <laughs> Get any digits last night? No, I told 12 women to go fuck themselves. <laughs> I told one, two women yeah. to go fuck themselves. Yeah, so oh, this really? guy had kind of got it all a bit wrong. I'll name him on Everyone was just really, really confused going, why is he shouting at all the women in this? green room that he doesn't know uh, any of them and then someone went oh i gave him the game <laughs> um, julian just said he's going to name them on patreon um okay we, um so, yeah it's an odd one what's your experience of that being with uh, yeah because obviously there's a lot of talk about <laughs> negging no no in, in terms of like cr- like creepy comedians because there's you know i think there is being a bit of Not a there is trying to be a bit of a sea <laughs> change careful, Esther, you, know. Yeah, you know i mean I'm, there's oh, yeah, a reason no i'm in australia mate i got out before i was pushed <laughs> 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 Everyone would be really surprised. But have you ever had any experience with creepy comics? Comedian. No, again, you don't have to name any names. We're just saying, like, because it, it is something we hear from, you know, <coughs> female friends in comedy a lot. You know, they've, everyone's um, pretty much got a story. Nothing, you know, we've luckily most of the people we're mates with haven't had that experience of an extreme case, but you still hear that there is some fucking ding-dongs knocking mm. around ding-dongs no i haven't that's good I'm sorry no that's no that's, that's, that's a positive I that's, 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 a, that's a nice thing to I, hear I, I quite i haven't but um obviously um friends of mine have um and i totally and utterly recognize the kind of interactions that they've had and i and i totally recognize those characteristics in the people that they've described yeah, yeah, yeah. um but i i do think I don't know. I think I, I yeah, I don't know, but um, no, I haven't. But you know, female comics that have, yeah, 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 and had really weird experiences, yeah. It's um, yeah, I do think, think, well, like some guy forgetting his door, I haven't got my door keys, can I stay on your sofa? I've yeah. had a few of those. One of Julian's yeah. old moves. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as he gets through the door, he'll just go, shut up, you fat slag. I'll sleep in your bed. You can sleep Do on I the floor. know you? <laughs> Do I know you? Have we met? <laughs> Did I say you could have a drink? <laughs> Straight in with the negs. <laughs> um, that is, that's not, uh, yeah, that, that's... <laughs> Um, it's yeah, I reckon um, it's that thing because you know it's because it's like again, these uh, you know I'm not. It doesn't surprise me that because you know we've all met so many comedians are just dickheads anyway. Like yeah, you know, it wouldn't be surprised me if they were dickheads though, in that if, way. But I do wonder though if can we if if um, guys kind of go that that are prone to do these things kind of go okay, who is somebody that I think I could manipulate? So maybe it's somebody who because. Um, who's maybe kind of like a non-confrontational character right. or somebody who might <laughs> Is this be, what you're saying? Um, you haven't had this because you're so uh, not that person. You've, you've come across no, very aggressive, that... very confrontational. <laughs> no, but or like somebody who might, you know, not want to upset that person because they don't want yeah, to yeah, upset yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trajectory of, of easier targets. further gigs. So it's not about them being easy, but I, I do... Also, the fact that I talk about being married and being a parent, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm not. So, so I don't know. But then 
oh, there'll be, I mean, God, I'm saying this, I'll go to a gig later and some guy will be like, smack me on the arse and, <laughs> and call me an so idiot. And I'll be like, me you fucking, fucking idiot. Call. I don't know if that, <laughs> or you'll just, every time I get heckled now, I'll be like, okay, stop with the negging. <laughs> yeah, Guys, yeah, come yeah. on, I know you fancy me. Here's Let's my do number. a joke. All right, another one. <laughs> We'll have a Do a joke. Afterwards. Oh God, stop flirting. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if that's a reason because I totally. It I, makes I, sense, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it kind of makes sense because you'd have to be like, right, I'm going to try it on with someone who's A, taken and B, doesn't come across as someone who's very friendly. Like I've been, you know, some a lot of people have said, you know, I've got the, the bitch face and the miserable face and not many people want to chat to me straight away. So maybe not that inviting to conversation and stuff like rich wilson he said that he didn't like me because i looked like a bitch and it took ages and then Classic someone else wilson like, neg that i've heard that a million times <laughs> <laughs> drops it no, on but everyone he said it to, no he said it to someone else so that person was like um oh do you know Esther Manisha? and he was like oh she's such a bitch uh, well, she's a miserable she didn't a miserable say that person. today yeah and then um and then we were having a conversation joking. no we've become good mates um, since, but he was just like, I just didn't know that you were you were a nice person. I just thought you were this miserable bitch. <laughs> That's a very <laughs> honest thing a to tell a friend, isn't it? Just uh... yeah, but you do, don't you? You're like, what the first impressions are? I suppose I'm trying to think what my first impressions of. I didn't, you know, I didn't get. Any I didn't think you were a bitch. First impressions from you. I can't remember when I first met you, Julian. You met me in Essex. There was a gig in Essex. Oh yes, that was that me. Was a nice gig. The good-looking one who smashed the gig. That was me. <laughs> I think we all smashed that night, actually. Okay. Oh, the good-looking one that's... Relative. Um, the good-looking one no, that smashed did, the yeah. gig. Was that Josh James? Yeah, it was actually. <laughs> <laughs> that dreamboat. That dreamboat. He's got a lovely head of hair, hasn't he, Josh James? He does. Yeah. Have you seen Perhaps. his sketches on Instagram? I've watched they a couple of them. They're they very funny. Made me cry. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's very good. Um, he's such a geezer as well. You know, just when somebody's like a proper just Essex. He's so Essex. The proper nice geezer, isn't he? Yeah. Lovely. We've had we've had him on here. Um, he's a very nice Have man. You? Yeah, yeah. Um, surprised. Oh, oh. Yeah, sorry. As you gave him airtime <laughs> with that voice. Um, but what we thought, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know what I was going to tell you about my holiday that ever was going to be was... worthwhile enough to now go back to after 35 minutes. So needless to say, we were talking about, we've talked about spiders. Um, what Killers, um, other fit people, people, what's, um, what other, because I, I, I'm fascinated by me and Julian often talk about our fears and, you know, he's talking about his fear. Julian's got quite a phobia of ageing and dying. Um, oh, really? What's your fear of ageing? Like, oh, just getting weak. Age. Just getting weak and not being able to do stuff. Oh, well, then you've got to, you've got to exercise and remain strong. Would you felt I was born like do. this? <laughs> I can't see anything. <laughs> what, creepy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> do I know you? It feels very innate. Um, I love that. Honestly, that was really making me laugh. The idea of like, oh, I forgot my keys. Can I stay at yours? And then as soon as she gets through the door, do I know you? <laughs> my big ass, put the kettle on. <laughs> and then get out. <laughs> get out, it's my house. But it's a fun because you're um and this isn't. I'm not going to say it about your age, but like you're not. You started comedy a bit later than some people would do you know what I mean you didn't start when you were 18 or something did you 
Esther. Oops. <laughs> Did you tell us about Julian? Julian? No, no. <laughs> Julian started when he was 45. <laughs> I knew we weren't talking about me, did you? No, yeah, so I was going to say, because yeah. like... Because I've um, been going, I don't know how many years I've been going now. So I started you're, in your, you're in your 30s, aren't you? Yeah, I started yeah. in 2016, halfway through 2016. Yeah. Yeah. So how many years is that? Where five. are we? Six? Five. Five. Five years. Do you yeah. teach five math? Years. I can't. Look, I can't do maths and I can't read and I can't spell. Classic it's Dean really... Egg. <laughs> it's a little masterclass for those kings who are listening. <laughs> Should we, we start running uh, know, the, 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 some workshops in the game on our, our Patreon classic. by two people that don't know how to do it? We're just rude. Um, you shit at maths, mate. <laughs> You watch Give Bob's me your Burgers. Numbers. I've never seen Bob's Burgers. I've heard it a few people. Oh my god, with the character so. who who's the king of persuasia. Right. And he's like corner a woman, corner a woman, and then boast about how you wrestled a lion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Always make sure you stand on a stool or a chair so that you're taller than her. And it's just the most ridiculous. It's, it's like the ruder you are, the more her ovaries release a hormone that make her oh, want sex. God. Um, um, I can't remember the question. Yeah, so yeah, so I'd be. I was still, no, the reason I was I saying that, it, yeah. I was thinking it was related to that thing about the saying about you, you in comedy and how you've not had that experience with as many creeps and like things like that. It's, I, I was, I was trying to work it out with age wise. It's probably because you did start yeah, a bit I more world well. yeah. weary. Like, you know, some people start when they're eighteen and like. All yeah. they know is the comedy. And they're going scene. out yeah. after the gig and having God, drinks you, and stuff. Yeah, if you I said guess. to me, "Have you had like, you know, creepy guy experiences?" Like throughout your twenties, yes, it's rife. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been asked out, but I think that that's not anything bad. That's just someone saying, "Can I take you out?" And you're going, "No, I'm not interested," and that's fine. Um, that hurt, by the way. That was Julian. <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop sending me those messages, Julian? <laughs> he doesn't seem to take the hint. And he's just getting more and more aggressive. Just he's have like, a drink drink now, drink. bitch. And I'm like, no, do I know drink. you? <laughs> yeah, he messages me. I don't respond. And then he'll yeah, just yeah. send a message back going, do I know you? Can you get your number out of my phone? Wench? Stop messaging me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that probably does add to it as well. That yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. When I started, yeah. And that's another thing is that when I started, everyone was like in my, because it's like school years, isn't it? Everyone's oh, like totally. 20, 21, it's, it's also your like lifestyle is different, isn't it? So you're yeah, and I'm not. you're going home to your family. You're not partying yeah. out, are you? And stuff. I'm just I'd going imagine. home to listen to a serial serial cast next to your husband who's just sitting there shivering, scared, <laughs> thinking you're taking. It's notes. not enough women serial killers, honey. <laughs> <laughs> he does think I'm sick in the head. He's like, "There's something wrong with you." And he's like, on a Saturday night, if we're choosing a film, he's like, "Can it please not be some like pedo killing weirdo?" I just want to watch something that isn't. He don't know what he's missing. Do you know what? What I think since having a baby last year, I have um, became not really less uh, not comfortable, but I've not enjoyed watching the dark (laughs) sort of as much dark. Yeah, no, it messes with you. Films I I used to watch like real like in terms of drama, I liked a, a gritty drama. Anything that involves children being absolutely. Like, taken away or hurt when honestly it's, I yeah it's now, hard going isn't it because you like have those the, kind of anxious kind of thoughts oh, anyway 
it's and, brutal and, and it, but it kills you but like also like with the stuff that's going on in, in palestine at the moment and my son looks so lebanese so right. my daughter looks very much like my husband but my son looks like me and i'm just sitting and looking at images that don't look that dissimilar uh, yeah, like, yeah. and i'm just like and also sometimes you're like i need a break from this i don't want it but then it'll be on like the family whatsapp and then it's like, on it's shit. on the internet a lot as well and isn't people it? are sending you it and you're like i actually can't and yeah so that like way more than before before you'd be like this is horrific or i swear whereas now you suddenly like oh god yeah now i ended up having a right old right old sob before yeah. bed and getting into bed oh. with my boy and i'm like oh my god every child should feel love like you know? yeah if i hear and any he's like, story fucking leave it out mum <laughs> christ yeah i can't what really i told changed. you about looking at the internet <laughs> it's like del boy he's sat there in a sheepskin jacket and a gold sovereign how old are your children five and seven. Oh, that's good ages mm-hmm. it's um yeah, I'm, but I think it's gonna totally like yeah, it's still early days, but I feel like it's totally shifted my intake of entertainment. Like I just can't. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just yeah, I don't have it in me now to watch some grotty fucking drama film about a child murder. Or like, I just I would just want to be able to get through it. Which I watched when I was living in Dubai was the Changeling with Angelina Jolie. Oh yeah. And I remember watching. Is that, that when she her, being, daughter, her daughter goes missing or son? And then, no, her son. And then they, they and it comes a back. And it's, a, it's a different. Yeah, and they just kid. go, "It's your son," and she's like, "That's not my kid," that and they're is. like, "It is." But then I totally forgot about all the scenes where they actually show this guy who that he was called the Chicken Coop Killer, and he used to keep these kids in the chicken coop and like murder them and stuff. But I remember watching that in Dubai, and I just remember thinking, "Oh, it's quite a good thriller." And then we watched it recently, and we just had to switch it off. I was like, "I can't handle it now." No, I'm not, not happening. I can't. You've got to be in the mood. <coughs> yeah, when, when you're in that mood. <laughs> it's just why Julian's so creepy. <laughs> got to be in the mood, baby. Have you ever watched It's the Always baby. Sunny in Philadelphia? No. So yeah. it's, always, it's Always Sunny it's so in Philadelphia. Uh, there's Dennis. Like, there's basically the, the main characters. Dennis, as the series goes on, becomes you, you more and more. You have to watch more, it. He becomes more and more sort of there's an air of threat so, about him. He's the him. funniest character. So brilliant. But like, you just start like, towards about series six or seven, it does, there's moments where you think, I think he might secretly be a serial killer and they just don't mention it. And like, but in a funny, like yeah, he's just yeah, always, like he'll, say, he'll say a little sort of offhand comment that even makes all the other characters go, what? And like, and sort of, it's this funny recurring joke that he's becoming more and more creepy as the seasons go on. And, um, but it's amazing how people can hide it. Like even with Ted Bundy, he had that yeah. relationship with that woman, and she just never saw any. Well, side this is it. it. My what I'm saying is, as we've got into episode 112, Julian has got more and more creepy as the episodes have gone. On. There is, there is a, <laughs> Thank you. Weird, yeah. There's a serial killer. I feel element. seen <laughs> now. Ah, <laughs> oh, but um, but yeah. So, there was one clubs. interview with a um, a psychopath that did stick him it was it did disturb me like and i watched loads there was this one though he was saying i won't go into what he did but it really stuck with me it was like oh it was kind of unsettling what's have you ever listened to sword and scale is it sword and scale somebody recommended that to me as a true crime podcast and it's like and i just listened to one episode and i was like that is not for me that is too on the on it's like it's really close to the bone and like it really just get like it's each episode's a different story about a crime that's really bad and it's just like i just somebody tell me like they just 
once you get through about five episodes, you're just done. You're just so depressed with the state of the world. And, you know, it's just very depressing to listen to. Which I just don't yeah. go in for. Sounds you know? good. I'll have to have a listen. It's called Sword and good Scale. Advert. Sword and Scale. Yeah. It's um, it's not for me. I prefer, I've got to say, if I'm going to sit and watch that, I prefer like a thriller where there's something going on, but you don't, nobody really knows what's going on. <laughs> cool. That's what thriller You mean a thriller. <laughs> oh, you mean a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I like? It's like a comedy, <laughs> you know, I like comedy films. Happening. I like a comedy film where you sort of sit really there and things are happening now and again that you're laughing you at. You mean Scooby-Doo, <laughs> didn't you? And at no, the end you're Columbo. like, oh, that's funny. No, but in Colombo, you know what's gone on. So it's yeah, not where true. you see something. Like Girl on a backwards. Train. Yeah, and it kind of works backwards. So we're starting off with this scenario, but we don't know what's happened. And often the woman doesn't really know what's happened. Yeah, <laughs> like a yeah. film that has no sort of plot until the end. You mean like <laughs> a then... twist at the end? Yeah, just a twist. Yeah. yeah. Writers should think about that. But then the danger of that is a good twist yeah. is amazing. You know, like a sort of... Uh, Usual suspects twist. Yeah, I mean, usual suspects. Yeah. But the the downside is, yeah, like um, the Greece. guy the guy who did The Sixth Sense, like, you know, like some of his other films. Have you ever seen The Village? Like, Yeah, I oh, saw yeah, that. With all the people I watched it in the there. cinema. It was scary at the beginning, then it was like, oh. But I worked out the twist scary. in about seven minutes. I genuinely turned to my ex-wife um and when we, we were together at the time we didn't go for a recent cinema with, trip but, you, um, yeah you're with your current wife but you went with your ex-wife yeah, yeah. i just said to her it's all right if i just nip out for it to <laughs> see an old m night Shyamalan film with my ex-wife but um it's i i turned to her and said i know what's going to happen at the end and i didn't tell her i didn't want to ruin it's it based for on me <laughs> At the end, we're going to walk out unhappy. <laughs> but it was a uh, yeah. I just it was so it was so obvious. So that, it was one of the films where I'd rather them just I'd rather like you know that know what's going to happen instead that show it on screen rather than build up to this twist that was so obvious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did that yeah. other film as well, didn't he? Where the guy had like bone. It was like a comic. That's fucking dog shit. Yeah, Unbreakable. Yeah, Unbreakable. That was Behind it. Her Eyes is pretty good on Netflix. Little mini series. Is that his? I've watched that. No, it's not his. Oh right. I've watched <laughs> that. I'd randomly say something. <laughs> I just thought I'd say a sentence. I've seen Behind. But her it's got eyes. it's got a twist in it that's not bad. Not is that bad. with the butterflies? No. no. That's there's the butterfly. No, What's there's the another one. No, that's David Attenborough. This is. <laughs> there's another. What's behind her eyes? I've definitely seen it. But it's it's like time. a drama series. It's got Bono's daughter in it. She's a very and, good um, actor, actually. It's set in it's set in London as well, like North London, so it's kind of familiar. Um, it's it's pretty good. It's worth watching. What's on, the um, Netflix? Because I obviously I'm away at the minute, but I'm now and again when I open social media, I still see what everyone's harping on about in the UK, and I didn't realise. Every, so many people watched Lion of Duty. I've never seen oh, an just episode. Started. I didn't know that. I've never it's seen good. an episode, and every single fucking person I know is suddenly going, "Oh my god!" The end, like getting upset about the final scene or whatever. I know. Uh, I'm only on that. series two, but it's it's like the Bill, but better. It's <laughs> a good tagline. Even better than the Bill. Um, it's it behind her eyes. I need to remind myself of. Oh yeah, I watched that. Yeah, <laughs> this is obviously made a lasting impression. You think I've got bad <laughs> taste to, now? To Google it to remember it. Um, I kind of no, guessed the plot it. a little bit. That's um... yeah. I kind of got bored towards the last few episodes. Oh, okay. 
Um, so yeah, well, line stick of, it up your ass then. Line of no, duty seems like it was a cultural phenomenon that I was totally out of the loop on. It's yeah, weird. There's nothing new it. they're doing. It, it's interesting, good acting. It's pretty good. Right. Um, and good, good review there by yeah, Julian. Pretty good. What else have you been watching? Julian's reviews of the week. Um, I watched that film. What's um? What was that? Mean Girl. She was in that. What's her name? One of them in the Mean Girls. Uh, Lindsay Lohan. Big actress. She was also in the Deep Throat film. Oh, that's Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. No, not Lindsay Lohan. One of the other Mean Girls. Not Rachel McAdams. The other one. Big actress. You know her. You, if you. I love the way you keep using Mean Girls as your reference. <laughs> That, that was like a big both, film, though, wasn't it? It was, but like you're talking to us like we're going to get a good mean film, girls. Mean Girls. I think it was good fun when I watched it? it when I was, uh, you know. It's, it's a pretty quality film. When I was 20. Um, um, what's her name again? Mean right, Girls. Right, here we go. But Rachel, she's the star of this film Tina that I saw Faye. on Netflix. No, she uh, wrote Mean Girls. Did she? Did she? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I don't know who's that. There's loads of that. Oh, Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, her. Yeah. There we go. She's in a film on Netflix. Not bad. There was an Idris Elba film I saw the other day. Idris made some odd. Yeah, Idris, Idris yeah. isn't it? It's a good. It's a good film. It's not well, bad. Because I think Idris. I've got an issue with. I think Idris it's. Elba. I think it's Idris. I think it's Idris, isn't it? Is it Idris? No, yeah. hang on. You said Idris. No, I said you Idris. said Idris. I said I said Idris, but it's Idris. Yeah. <laughs> I you can't correct yourself. We is this correct. the negging? This is the negging again. Yeah, he's negging both it's of Idris, us. Actually. Learn how to speak. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, both of us. I have got right. issues. Right, baby. Have you, if you've watched, I only watched. <laughs> I only watched the worst word in the world. <laughs> um, I watched Luther, and I watched a little bit of The Wire, I and I'm aware that Luther. Idris Elba is quality, right? But he keeps making questionable Shit like films. decisions, like the Sky adverts he does, cats. Like, I just keep seeing oh, him. Cats. I'm oh. just like, mate, what are you doing? Just be better. Do the good shit that you were doing just before. Just cashing checks, innit? I know. It feels like he's probably got a family now, a young family. He's like, I need to get some money in the bank forever for but them. he must have a lot of money. He must be like... So why, yeah, I always... It's just... I'm not against people doing an advert. I'm against... But I always think when somebody's got such a cool sort of list you know their imdb list is quality and suddenly they start doing some dog shit i'm like mate wow yeah it's like when jennifer aniston was doing the visa adverts adverts? (laughs) it's just a bit like but you don't need that money yeah a lot of them do big billboard adverts in like china or something they just get silly money for it because you know the kevin bacon one do you know kevin bacon does the ee adverts but he wasn't really doing a lot of acting around he was still, he still was he'd been regularly acting in sort of you know he'd still be getting a decent wedge Kevin Bacon you know he's he's got an old school sort of name for himself but um, he uh, lost all of his money in the financial crash so he had all his oh, money tied shit. up in saving in these like crazy savings and like investments started going to advert castings well no but he, so he basically like, he, you know he was one of these people that probably had a couple of properties. But all of his money was tied up in investments and it basically lost almost everything. Like So it was basically cash poor come the end of the first decade of the 2000s. So he just started, that's why he started doing these weird adverts and apparently he just needed, he actually did need to get the money in. It's like Harvey Cartel, go. isn't it? He's doing the same. He's a, yeah, he's a, he's a, yeah, he's a good actor. He's um, good. But... Um, I uh, you must have found this when you had you know you both 
have children, but I've not really watched a film in a, like 11 months since you, my daughter was born. You don't when they're babies. You don't, but you will. I've only started <laughs> this year watching films, to be honest. Yeah. You don't, yeah, You and you spend a lot of time watching children's films. I think Peppa Pig was like the yeah. soundtrack and backdrop to my life for about I used five. to watch Balamori a lot. <gasps> What's the story? That wasn't bad, bad though. I didn't mind. Like, no. It. Have you have you either like of you seen Hey Dougie? Yeah. It's an absolute belter. I love it. It's really Dougie. good. It's really funny and really like what it's it's really really watchable as a grown up. Do you watch it when Twyla's in bed? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I've got it on my phone on Netflix. I watch it on the train. <laughs> that happens. Sometimes the TV will be on for the children, and then they go off, and you're just sat you're just watching, watching Play School, glued to it. Play School. <laughs> Learning how to make a fucking plate with some pasta. I remember once it. going downstairs and just seeing my my dad was just on his own in the room watching Mr. Tumble, and he just turned around to me and went, "This guy's really talented." <laughs> What's his name? Justin, isn't it, Mister Tumble? Yeah, Justin's house, but he was doing oh, the. Um, I thought I, I find him hard work plays... as an adult to watch. I think I'm a bit like, yeah. all right, mate, we get it. <laughs> but he was doing. I think he was doing that show where he does all the different characters, and I think my dad thought because it's so like something from the 1970s that you used to watch on ITV2. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, my dad yeah. was like, finally! Get this on primetime television, 7pm on Saturdays. <laughs> it's um, that guy, he's got- apparently, like he's, you know, he's won loads of awards, that guy, for like, he created a sort of type of sign language for young children. and like, He's a very yeah. talented no. man. Hello! Yeah, hello! But he, um, he also yeah. makes some absolute cheddar off that like you know yeah them children's tv people tour to like arenas and shit man it is yeah. unbelievable we're in the wrong you know, game um, guys it's <laughs> talking about serial killers we need to sort <laughs> this shit out you know um andy from see sorry i was just distracted you've by seen the, the size of julian's bottle yeah up. it does happen Guess she's just spot. picked up a keg yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my two liters a day <laughs> <laughs> just there's like normal size bottles and then you you look like a borrower in comparison yeah. to your bottle <laughs> he's just stolen it from a normal person's house it's enormous um andy okay. from cbb's yes andy um, peters he, not andy peters no, no, no. what's his name andy? is he the shaggy he hair guy yeah he does he's really andy's yeah he's really likable and nice yeah yeah but he I, I was reading an interview with him in my daughter's CBB's magazine, but he was like, they were like, <laughs> I know, really high front. Just, I was just having a bit of a bit of me time. I'm just uh, you love it. It's fine. <laughs> and then they were like, what's the most common, what's the most um, common question you get asked? And he was like, am I related to Fatima Whitbread? And now I can't unsee it. He looks so he much, looks he does look exactly so much like, her. like her. Oh my God. Yeah, that is, that is very good. Um, and they're not related, but he does no. look exactly like her. His surname's Whitbread, is it? No. No. But oh, he looks look, exactly like He's got like the him. same face. No. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I don't know who he is. He's, a, he's like the sort of face of CBeebies of the last few years. I've realised that if people listening don't watch CBeebies, this is all a bit redundant. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not Google sure it. I think Google if anyone it. listening doesn't this is watch serial killer documentaries, um, hey, Dougie. <laughs> thrillers or CBeebies, they've had nothing this episode. <laughs> it's been one of them ones where they're like, all right, I'll get through this episode. The next one will be something for me. But yeah. <laughs> 
It's free, mate. It's free, guys. What do you fucking want? You like, I don't, who, I who are said. you? I don't Last know you. <laughs> we'll just know get through this episode. <laughs> Next time we'll be better. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean like that. I mean, you know. <laughs> Some episodes, Next uh, got, the people be like nagging listeners. I've been really resonated listeners. with them. Some episodes, they're like, I just sat back and listened to three people talk. But you know, yeah. I'm just telling them that is what spiders. You, that is what, we talk what quite a lot about. Are we talk about spiders? A spider. Um, funnily enough, um, I saw a spider in this room for the first time since I've been here. So and, we're um, moving out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to. It was a wolf spider. It was quite a big thing. So I went to pick it up with a tissue and put it outside, and it ran off. And I was like, oh, shit, it's going to be like under my bed. But I went outside um, and I felt it in my shoe. And so I took my shoe off and tipped it out on the Put pavement. Put it in the bin. Good Put a whole shoe in the bin and just went out <laughs> with one shoe for the rest of the day. <laughs> and so have you just moved into a new flat, Julian? Um, I've been here about a year, um, over a year, nearly it's very two. nicely decorated. Oh, really? I did all that myself. Are you reading the, is that the psychopath test? By John Ronson. Yeah. That's a good book. I've not... I bought it the other day and... Um, Decided to place it there. Yeah. What if I pulled it? It was really tiny. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> my little mini guitar. <laughs> little violin. A little plant on your shoulder. Just to get that off, put it down. <laughs> I move over there, the plant goes with me. Um, I've not... I, I, I've only read a few pages... It's very good to sit and read a book. I took my, um, I borrowed somebody's ADHD medication the other day and took a tablet just to see how it would affect me. (laughs) I was fucking so. We strongly advise the listeners not to do this. And then I went downstairs to the postman. Now these ones are stimulant, like they work straight away. You do it in the morning, and it's you're good for the day. And I was fucking buzzing. I was anxious. I really was horrible. I went down to take something off the postman and I just felt I just all anxious even interacting it. with him. <laughs> put a nut like, on yeah. him, mate. Just, it just ran off. I felt like I was, I haven't done like drugs for years. I felt like I was on a bit of coke. Yeah. Open the door Horrible. to the postman and the postman's like, here's your parcel. Do I know you? <laughs> Do I know you though? <laughs> I got his number. No, but um, yeah, it was horrible <laughs> stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck um, giving kids I that. Think, yeah, no, I think probably it takes a few weeks for it to get into your system and get regulated. Yeah, I ain't, ain't going to do you another take... one. I throw them away. Yeah. Oh, how many had you taken just on one day? Just one, yeah. But I properly, I was like properly an- anxious. Yes, yeah, it doesn't wow. sound like it's the medication for you, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe you go to a doctor go- rather than your mate. I'm going to try a different, a different one. The um, thing is, you go to a doctor, it just takes so long to get like... It does, but also you do get the actual there. medication that you need rather than just going on some potluck journey. I think journey. the doctors are get a guess. It's all guesswork anyway. I, I know, but it's, an, it's an educated guess. You know, I'd rather an educated guess than just my... I know what my mates are like. They're just, fucking yeah, take this, it will sort you out. And next thing I know, I'm fucking face down in the gutter. So that um, We need to wrap it up oh. in a sec because Esther's got to go and do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's twenty five past twelve, Esther. I've got to yeah. go and do my gig. Um, afternoon, afternoon Zoom gigs. It's the future. Afternoon, oh, it's I don't mind. I don't mind forward. them. I think they're quite nice. You I feel like, like them, man. You get them out of the way and you're done. You're like, oh, that was fun. I've yeah. done some work I'll today. For, you feel I'll go productive. For a run afterwards. Yeah. There we go. Just to clear that, clear the air after how bad it goes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, afterwards I'll go for a run and then just watch a really violent. <laughs> just go, just go for a run into the sea. 
Uh, straight ahead <laughs> you said that to me after that gig we did in that car park you were like, i was like right and i just put my coat on you're like you're just gonna walk now straight into the forest never to be seen again it's like didn't enjoy that and she, it was like right she's off she's walking straight off uh, um but anyway good to see you as always and Esther. you and um thanks for yeah. joining us and oh, people welcome. can find so what you do you do a podcast called I've got, uh, we've got two podcasts. I've got a podcast which I do called No Nation, which is now in the second series of No Class. Which I've and been then on. And it's really you've been on No Nation. And, um, and you should both come and do No Class. Um, and <laughs> yes. Can't I do No Nation? <laughs> you can't do No Nation, but you can do No Why? Class. And then, and then uh, the other podcast What's I the do. fucking question? <laughs> you've got, it's basically, uh, it's about if you've got immigrant parents. Oh, I was only born in Australia. Don't worry about it. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, but not. How much does it pay? It's, it's really aggressive. Are you still on your medication? Yeah, I fucking am. <laughs> do I know? Do I know do you? I know you? <laughs> um, and the other one is ghastly women. Ghastly so, women. Yeah, I've we just talk about women who've done horrible, horrible women. Yeah. Well, yeah. we don't have guests on that one, so. Oh. But you can come on the other one. Julian just wants to come on anyway. He won't say anything. He'll just sit there watching you two talk. (laughs) Just stare. (laughs) My baby. Oh, God. It is the worst word. Never say that to anyone. I like it. It's gross, unless you're talking to an actual baby. Uh, Right. Have fun at your gig. Have a great gig. You're going to do great. Visualize it. Visualize, just see, see the time ticking down and the money going into your bank. <laughs> How we all do it. Um, right, take right. it easy. Take care. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>